This is Healing Justice, a podcast bridging conversations at the intersections of collective healing and social change. I'm your host, Kate Warning. Each week, we share a conversation with a powerful leader and an accompanying audio practice to help resource you in your leadership and the well being of you and your people. This week, we talked with Katie Lonk of Buddhist Peace Fellowship where she has been a co-director since 2012 and is really someone I personally admire greatly in terms of her ability to both be deeply dedicated to her own spiritual practice of Buddhist meditation and also a commitment to direct action and campaign-based organizing for social change. This week, Katie offers us a non-striving meditation. So this is some interesting phrasing for activists because we are looking to cultivate through this practice a sense of non-striving in spirit that can be in balance with the striving that we are doing through our actions to change the world. So to do this practice, you will need a place where you can either sit, stand, or lie down fairly undisturbed during the length of the recording. I encourage you to really take the time and space to do this meditation, not just listen to it on the run, uh, to create a space of practice for yourself. Here's Katie. We're going to do a practice together about non-striving. So I am a a lover and follower of the Dharma, of Buddhism, uh, these techniques and forms of wisdom that were uh, shared by the Buddha almost 2,600 years ago in South Asia. Um, I'm not a Dharma teacher or a Buddhist professional expert, but I'm here to share some of what I've learned along the way uh, as a Buddhist who also is committed to a lifetime of social justice work and always trying to figure out how to, how to work with that paradox. <laughs> so what does it mean to practice non-striving in a movement context in which we are constantly striving towards liberation and justice? Um, so all you'll need for this practice is a comfortable position. And in the traditional um, Buddhist framework that I'm working from, which is a Theravada framework coming through uh, Southeast Asia, through Thai and Burmese traditions of, in Thailand, Ajahn Chah and Ajahn Lee, and in Burma, um, Sayachi Ubakin. The three positions that are recommended are either sitting, uh, standing, or lying down. And I just want to really emphasize that all three of these are perfectly Uh, wonderful and appropriate positions because early on in my meditation practice I would sit in a position that would consistently bring me a lot of pain and I think this is kind of common some of us get it into our heads that there's a right way to sit or there's a right way to meditate you look more uh, competent somehow if if we're sitting in half lotus and um, and I just want to really emphasize that from a you know, anti-ableist perspective and a practical perspective, it was not useful for me ultimately to rely on pain in order to focus my mind. 
um, that was actually kind of a form of sneaky striving that my mind was introducing into the practice. Um, and so today I just warmly invite all of us to find a position that is both comfortable, either sitting, standing, or lying down, relaxed, and yet also alert. That's what we're going for is that balance. And all we're going to do today, it's going to be very simple, though not exactly easy. <laughs> uh, so um, for our non-striving practice, we're going to select an object of concentration. And the object, one of the objects that is often recommended traditionally is the breath. And there's a very special reason that we sometimes focus on the breath, focus our attention. It's because the breath is one of those amazing liminal phenomena in which we both have control over it. You can choose to lengthen or shorten the breath, choose to make the breath deeper or more shallow. But also it's something that just operates outside of our intentional will. Whether or not I'm telling the lungs to breathe, they're going to breathe for me. Um, and so it's also an opportunity to observe what is naturally arising in the body in a, in a way that requires a little less striving. Another object that you could select is sound, sound meditation. So just noticing the arising and passing of sound in the room around you or in the space where you are. That's also something that is going to come and go without our direct control. And then the third option for concentration for this practice is the feeling and sensation of connection between your body and the ground. So whether you're seated in a chair or on a cushion, or whether you're standing with feet on the ground, uh, or whether you're lying down with your whole body against a mattress or the floor, uh, just really noticing and tuning into the sensations of gravity and contact between your body and the floor. So let's take a deep breath to begin this practice. And all we're going to do is invite the mind to remain steady on the object of focus, the breath or the rising passing of sound or the feeling of contact uh, for about seven minutes. And just let it be delicious. <laughs> just let it be what it is. Um, sometimes meditation can be a little scary. Uh, and sometimes, to be honest, it requires striving to even get into the meditation position. <laughs> sometimes in this world, it requires striving just to want to make it through the next day. That's real for a lot of us. Um, but I think that's all the more reason it's important to take the time to notice and remind ourselves of our inherent worth and the miracle of non-striving that is possible. So finding your position and greeting your object of concentration, whichever one you choose. And we will begin with the sound of the bell.
So the tendency of the mind is to want to wander. That is the nature of the mind. And that's completely okay in this practice. All we have to do is when we notice that our mind has strayed away from the object of focus and concentration is without beating ourselves up, just kindly and gently bringing it back. So if we're bringing our focus to the breath, we can notice what's the temperature of the breath as it enters the nose and comes back out through the nose. Is it cooler going in and warmer going out? What's the feeling of the breath on the upper lip coming in and out of the nose or out of the mouth? Just taking our time. There's no points to rack up, nothing to really achieve just something to observe. If you can, you might just check the temperature. What's the balance right now for you between acceptance and relaxation or striving and determination? In the language of the Buddha's time, there was a word for equanimity, upeka. It's a kind of dignified balance with the reality of what is and aditana determination to liberate ourselves and all beings from suffering so what kind of balance is there for us today might be leaning towards one or the other
Might be about in the middle. We're not here to escape pain, but we're not here to punish ourselves either. We're here to allow things to be just as they are and observe and witness them with compassion that leads to wisdom. That's all.
One more reminder and invitation to just bring awareness back into the present moment if it's wandered off into the future or wandered off into the past or become consumed with anger or desire or fear. Just letting the breath come in and out of the body. Letting the body be as it is. You just heard a non-striving meditation practice from Katie Lonk. You can download the corresponding conversation where Katie and I talk about strategies for social change and the balance of being and doing to hear more. Just look for Healing Justice Podcast and download the previous episode. You can sign up to stay in touch with us at healingjustice.org and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. The links are in the show notes. This podcast is generously mixed and produced by Zach Meyer at The Cold Room. And remember, please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast in iTunes to help us continue at this really critical moment of our sustainability right at the beginning of our journey. Thank you for your commitment to taking care of yourself and connecting to your own spirit so that you can show up for the important work that you're doing in the world. We need all of us and we need you. So thank you for that commitment and looking forward to hearing you next week.